Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Welcome to Enterprise Now on WQYLDV Radio. I am here with my esteemed guest, Tanya Thompson, and we have a very, very good show for you tonight. We're going to talk about her um, transition from corporate America into what she's doing now. Um, and I'm not going to steal too much of her, her thunder. I'll allow her to introduce herself in just a minute. A couple of things that I want to tell you guys about before we get started here is I'm very, very um, excited and happy and proud to, to announce that we have partnered with Hunger Task Force. Reaching out to the community is very important to WQIL, uh, both as a company and me personally. Um, I, I enjoy and I get a, a thrill out of helping uh, people in need because people were there to help me when I needed it. So we're um, having the, the Hunger uh, Task Force um, food drive is running from June 17th, and the drop-off location is at Forever Faded Barbershop. That's at 1427 East Racine Avenue, Suite H in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Again, that's Forever Faded Barbershop. That's 1427 Racine, East Racine Avenue, Suite H in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, we're also accepting cash donations. The best thing to do is go to our website or Hunger Task Force website. Our website is www.wqyl-db.com forward slash food dash drive and there you'll see all the information about the food drive and where you can click to it'll take you out to the hunger task force website and you can donate there that's cash donations also we're having a radio summer celebration on august 5th at um something over my words here fox river park fox river park here in waukesha it's going to be a good time. We have a couple of local dance teams that are going to be joining us. We have Extreme, the Waukesha Extreme Dance Team. They'll be here. And actually, my daughter, Nia, she dances on the team. She'll be there performing for us. And we'll have Liberty Dance Center. They'll be performing for us as well. So come on out. We'll have food. We'll have games. And we're going to uh, meet our goal. Our goal is to um, reach $1,000 cash donations and a thousand pounds of food so that's a thousand dollars cash donations and um 
a thousand a thousand pounds and a thousand dollars cash so those are all the announcements that i have we're going to get right into um our uh, interview with mrs tanya thompson so tanya how are you tonight i'm doing good lz thank you so i guess to get started tell us a little bit about yourself um where you where you came from um, being a, um, you can go back as far as you want. If you want to tell us your entire life story, we have an hour. We'll listen. Or if you want to just start with you know your transition into what you're doing now, that's fine. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Well, I am a realtor, and I have am a sole proprietor with a team that I've started working underneath a broker. Okay. And prior to getting into this, I was in corporate America, have a degree in operations management, and worked for about 15 years in that very inflexible type of situation. (laughs) And as my kids grew, my husband was in the same line of work, and we realized there needed to be more of a focus and involvement with the kids, and and that was something I really wanted to do. So I started searching for what could I do. I looked at buying franchises, fast food franchises, you know, what could I do to be my own boss? And came across an ad for some real estate classes and realized this is almost, it's a very, very low capital investment situation where you have unlimited earnings and you have more control over your schedule. So decided to make the leap into that after speaking with my very supportive husband um, because it was scary to go from a very nice paying corporate job Mm -hmm. down to a 100% commission job. Gotcha. So really, it was it was my family driving me into the change. Okay, um, tell us a little bit about the moment that you made that change. Like, how did you go into your boss, boss's office and say, you know, in two weeks, you know, I'm moving on. I'm doing something different. How, what was that like? Well, I did think of long and hard how to present that to him and it was it was really it was weird for me too because I had pictured myself being in the manufacturing logistics world forever so sat down and put my thoughts on paper and at the end of one work day went in and sat with him and explained what I wanted to do and I hadn't I figured they'd escort me out the door like they usually do in corporate America Mm -hmm. and instead I was asked to stay on for a few more months to transition someone else in there so um I think he understood that I had something I needed to do, and but they valued what I did there, and and kind of helped made the tra- make the transition a little bit easier for gotcha. me. I think you brought up a really good point, and um, one of the things that my mentor um, has taught me was excel where you are. Uh, a lot of times, especially us entrepreneurial types, we want to just go and we're like, you know, um, you know, I want it now. But I think it's important to excel and do an excellent job where you are. It may not be where you want to be, uh, but excel where you are. Do such a good job that they ask you to stay on a couple of more months to have someone, you know, to transition someone in. I think that's, uh, again, we, we go back to mindsets. I think that transfers over into, you know, your entrepreneurial uh, pursuits because your mindset is, I want to do a great job, no matter what it is. It may be Starbucks. I'm going to make the best latte that you have ever tasted in your entire life. And people notice that and people see that. So that's a that's a really good point. So tell us a little bit about your company's goal. Do you have a, a written mission statement, a vision? Um, 
What is that like for for you? We do, and we actually just we we are actually working with a business coaching company, and um, we just created our vision and mission. And I wish I had brought that with me <laughs> to share with you, but I didn't. That's okay, <laughs> but the, but the, you but have we one, so do that's... yeah. We've just created it. We're just getting ready to roll it out to the rest of my team members, so they haven't even seen it yet. Oh, nice. But um, but we do set goals, and that I think is something very very important. Whether you're a sole proprietor like I am or you're you're in the big corporation, you need to set stretch goals. That was one thing I learned in corporate America and that I've carried over and it has has really helped me. Gotcha. You know, you have your goals for what you think you can do next year. Well, that's not good enough. You need to double that. And that's what you need to stretch for and shoot for are those stretch goals. So we do set goals. We do track them monthly. I ha- and then we break it down into all the way down into daily activities of what we should be doing to meet our goal. Okay. And we update, track it, post it. It's in front of us at the office. It's on my bathroom mirror. Gotcha. So I see it twice a day minimum. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> that, that, to me, again, that's a really good point. You, you have to write your goals down. I believe that, that I talked about that in my, my ramblings last week. Write your goals down. Have them so that when you wake up in the morning, you're looking at that goal. When you go to sleep at night, you're looking at that goal. And it, and, and it, it becomes a part of who you are. Um, and that's going to help you accomplish that goal. So we talked a little bit about your goals. And you mentioned that you're working with a business uh, coach. Talk to us a little bit about the other services that you uh, use, uh, whether that be an accountant, attorneys, your your team. Yes. Um I do the business coaching, and then I also make sure I am being coached or mentored within my industry so that I'm always on top of what's going on in both sides of things. Okay. Um, I think some of the the biggest impacts we've had is working with the professional accountant who is very familiar with our world, real estate agents, mm-hmm. and guiding us to, okay, now you need to become the LLC. Now you need to switch over and become the S Corp. And here's the reasons why. And, and guiding us down that path. Gotcha. That's, that's made a positive impact financially. Okay. So what, because I'm assuming that that wasn't always the case. What was that switch? What made you say, hmm, I need to do better in this area? I think as I I realized I had no control, or at least I didn't feel like I had any control over my finances. I knew I would I feel like, hey, I'm make I'm doing great. I have a ton of closings. I'm making you know a great a great income here. But now, where is it all going? And what do I have to show after the fact? Gotcha. And I got to the point, and I think so did my husband, where he's like, wow, you did make a lot. So where is that money? <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, that's when I realized, yeah, if I'm really going to be as successful as I want to mm-hmm. and build the business I want, I've got to get this under control right now. It's, it's not my strong suit, mm-hmm. so I need to rely on other people to take the numbers and then show them to me. Gotcha. So again, you bring up a, a really good point. You realize that you couldn't do everything. Um, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we try to do everything and you, you can't do everything. And so talk to us a little bit about, um, and hopefully, if, if Victoria, if you're listening, um, I, I mean this in the best way possible. Talk to us a little bit about your husband being on your team, because I love my wife, but I don't think that we could work on the same team in this capacity. 
we're just, you know, we do things differently, you know, and I think we both understand that. So it, that works for us. Talk to us a little bit about having your husband on your, on your team and, and how that, that works, right? Because you, you can't like, you can't fire your husband. You can't, if he does a bad job, you can't say, well, you're, you're out of here. So how, how does that work? Right. Actually, opposites attract up. You know that, right? Okay. So opposites attract. So he is really strong in the areas where I'm not. Okay. And as much as I like, hate to say that, oh, you were right. I had mm-hmm. to say you were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've actually really enjoyed having him get involved. I'm, I, I feel like he's even supporting me more, gotcha. even though I don't necessarily like the messages he sometimes <laughs> brings to me. Um, and we don't have to work side by side. Gotcha. What we do, we can do in different locations. Mm-hmm. So, and and you don't talk business all the time. Gotcha. So it's it it's nice. I like it. So it's a, it's a, it's about balance, and it's about you know you know knowing your your boundaries and being able to you know to first understand that. Like like we said earlier, you can't do everything. You have to understand your strengths and your weaknesses, and and surround yourself with people who are better than you at right. that particular function. And this is someone I can trust. You know, sometimes you go out to work with a professional, mm-hmm. and you hear so many horror stories of a financial person who did lead someone down the wrong path. Yep. And here, this is someone I totally trust. So yeah, we would we would hope that you picked the good guy that you could trust. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So talk to us a little bit about your specific business and what's unique to your business. I think what's unique to our team, when you think of realtors, you think of buying and selling houses. Mm-hmm. While we have really expanded on that and made it much more about the experience and being a guide gotcha. in the lives of our clients and the, and the people whose paths we cross. Because gotcha. sometimes we work with someone and realize, you know what? Now's not the right time for you to sell or buy, and they don't become our client, but we've spent many, many hours helping them come to that gotcha. decision that gotcha. now is not the right time and we need to stay put. Gotcha. I have people who'll come to me months, six months or more in advance mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'm, I'm getting at a point where I'm going to have to sell my house. Mm-hmm. Help me and tell me what do I do? What, how do I get? And it doesn't cost them a penny to work with us. That's a service that we provide, you know, hoping that if we don't at some point have a transaction together, they'll be happy with the service and and pass our name along to someone else. So I think we go above and beyond what a lot of the other realtors do. Okay. So within that answer, you guys heard that's her competitive advantage. And I can personally vouch for that because Tanya sold us our house and she was you know, right there every step of the way. Um, and just the, the excellent, excellent personal, um, you know, personal touch. And we really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so you talked a little bit earlier about what made you chose, choose this type of business, but dig a little bit deeper and tell us what about what you're doing now piques your passion. Yeah, that's interesting. I listened to your podcast from last week about passion, and I had always envisioned myself being in that manufacturing and logistics world forever. I loved it. It was great. Mm -hmm. Long hours, but I liked it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I 
I made this change into real estate more for my family. Okay. But then once I got into this position, I realized I found what my true passion is. Gotcha. It's helping people. Gotcha. And this is definitely a position that you're all about helping people. If I could, I think I told you, if I was independently wealthy, I would go out and be a professional full-time volunteer. <laughs> nice. I, I found my passion through making this change. Gotcha. And so part of, part of what, what I talked about last week was people, how important people are. Um, you know, a lot of times we go through life and we do all these things, we get degrees, we get jobs, and, and at the end of the day, it's all about people. And the moment I realized that, my life got better instantly because I realized it's all about people, whether it's the people that are in my own home or people that are outside of my home. It's all about people. It, you know, life is about people. And, and to have your passion be surrounded in helping people, I think, is an awesome thing. Yes, I'm truly enjoying it. Um, so you talked a little bit about, um, you know, the, the personal touch and, and helping clients. Have you ever run across a client that you... Um, could not help or or for whatever reason it was not a beneficial relationship so you had to um, uh, shift that relationship in a different direction? Yes, yeah. I, I've had a couple situations. One was where just our expectations were not aligned. Gotcha. You know, as far as on a seller side, thinking, mm-hmm. you know, they could get X dollars for the sale of their home mm-hmm. when just the data wouldn't support it in any way. Gotcha. So that's one situation. Another situation was just um, an, an individual who was just very disrespectful to everyone around him mm-hmm. as well as myself. And gotcha. I that was a situation that I felt very comfortable just walking away from the business. Mm-hmm. That is a really super good point. Sometimes you have to walk away. And I think wisdom is knowing when that is and knowing your boundaries as a business owner, um, but doing it in a way that's, you know, still respectful to to both parties. So walk us through how that happens. (laughs) It was on on, on an appointment where he was just disrespectful to the people around him disrespectful to me and um, wanted me to reduce the fees that my commission that I charge Mm -hmm. and I just said no I can't I can't do that this is what I earn and I have people seeking out my services Mm -hmm. and I said I'm sorry I don't think I can help you and and laughed and then he reached out to me again through an email and said "Uh, we would like to work with you but at this reduced commission Mm -hmm. I said I'm sorry I'm very busy right now I I can't help you but Mm -hmm. here's someone else that I think could help you awesome and that was free guys she didn't even charge you a dime for that that's really good advice Um, you know I I joke with my wife all the time is people uh, in general, sometimes they do, but in general, people don't change. We're just older versions of what we were in kindergarten, right? They say you learn everything you need to know in kindergarten. You know, I, I'm in the process of teaching my, my son uh, the word no, right? And so uh, apparently this guy, you know, he, he missed that lesson because she had, you know, told him once no, and, and he just he just kept going. So I think it's important to, to, to still be uh, professional and still be respectful, but um, stick by your guns and know what your value is as a as a business, and um, and know how to walk away. Awesome. So, how did you finance your business when you when you made that shift? Um, that and I'm, I'm going back to this point because help us understand the moment 
what it was like when you walked away? Because you, um, as I understand it, this you're 100% commission. Correct. So you're in corporate America. You're you're doing well. Um, and I know that just from knowing you, you I know you, you did a, a bang-up job, and you were an excellent uh, employee. So I know you were doing well. So you go from that to 100% commission. <laughs> That's scary, right? Yeah. Well, for me, it was very, very exciting. For my husband, it was scary, <laughs> scary, scary. <laughs> and I would not recommend people do it the way I did it. Okay. I made my decision rather quickly just because I saw some issues with my kids that needed to be addressed. Gotcha. The right way would be to save three to six months of your income okay. and then make this. So start planning and then make the switch. Gotcha. Whereas I just jumped in. Gotcha. But the what I had working on my side was the economy at that time okay. was when interest rates had just dropped mm-hmm. really low for the first time in many years. Gotcha. And it was crazy. So I was able to make you know, not what I was making in corporate America, but at least enough to keep us afloat mm-hmm. <laughs> right away. But you could easily go when you jump into this type of a business into real estate, you mm-hmm. can go three to six months without your first commission check. Gotcha. So you want to make sure that de- depending on what kind of, um, you know, industry or business you're in, you want to make sure you have that, um, that nest egg or that savings to right. kind of tide you over until you, until you start making money. Right. And the nice thing about real estate is, it's low capital investment. Okay. So not like if you were purchasing a, fr- a franchise and needed to invest in all the equipment mm-hmm. to make French fries or whatever. Gotcha. You know, this is really very low capital investment, purchasing your signs, renting some office space, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So that could be taken care of on a credit card if gotcha. you needed to, and you're up and running. Gotcha. So what we're going to do, Tanya, is we're going to take a, a quick break here, and we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Good morning, world. Good morning, Facebook friends and family. It's your boy, Timmy Reddick, a.k.a. The Solutionist, Mr. T.I.M. and all that good jazz. Today, I want to keep it simple and just help people understand that people change. As we grow, we are not meant to stay the same. The Bible speaks and says that as a, uh, when I was a child, I thought like a child and I did childish things. And when I became a man, I put down my childish ways. So I believe what the Bible is actually saying is, is that my thought process is no longer childlike because I know and you know a lot of adults that are still childlike in the mind. They're 50, they're 40, they're 30, and they still behave as if they were a young teenager. They still dress as if they were a young teenager. Don't get it twisted, please. There's nothing wrong with staying fashionable, but you have to evolve mentally. You have to become more. You have to stretch yourself. You have to be willing to figure out what your talent is and share it with the world. If you're not adding value to the people around you and the people you meet, then you're valueless. Then why are you breathing? 
Please don't take that out of context. I'm not saying go harm yourself. What I am saying is dig a little deeper. What I am saying is figure out a way to add value, not just to yourself, but to those people around you. Figure out a way to evolve, become more. Again, it's the people you associate with. It's the books you're reading, the television shows you're watching. It are, it's these things that will help you cultivate and figure out what your true talent is. See, some people are born with the ability to speak, to talk, to draw. You have artists out there to sing, to rap. You have talented people who have the ability to play basketball. They have the ability to, to, for football. They have hand-eye coordination for baseball. They simply just can cut hair great. See, there's so many different talents out there, and most of us have more than just one. But most of us are okay just living a mediocre life. This life was not meant to be mediocre. This life we live was meant to be abundant. What's your talent? Share it with the world. Go get your abundance. God meant for it to be for all of us, not just the 1%, not just the 20%. He meant it for be, to be for all of us. I mean, what is it exactly that the successful people do that the unsuccessful people are not willing to do? And that very simple, simply put is putting in the work. There takes work. There takes effort. For opportunity to exist, you have to first work. When opportunity and hard work meet, people will say you're lucky. No such thing as luck. Just hard work meeting opportunity. People, that's been my time. I am Timothy Reddick. To the top. Peace. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your choice for business talk, inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on wqyl DB Radio. All right, guys, we're back on Enterprise Now on WQYL DB Radio. I wanted to um, repeat the uh, the announcement about the Radio Summer event and food drive. Um, I'm not sure with my stumbling if you guys got everything, so I'll just repeat that uh, back to you again. Uh, the food drive started uh, June 17th and is going to run until August 5th. And that drop-off location is Forever Faded Barbershop, 1427 East Racine Avenue, Suite H, and that's in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Again, that's uh, Forever Faded Barbershop, 1427 East Racine Avenue, Suite H, and that's in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Our goal is to raise $1,000 and 1,000 pounds of food. That's $1,000 and 1,000 pounds of food. And I will tell you, we're already at $250. So if everyone who's listening tonight, share it on Facebook, um, tweet it on Twitter, we can meet this goal, $1,000 and 1,000 pounds of food to help feed hungry folks in, uh, in the Milwaukee and w Wisconsin area. And additionally, we're having a radio summer fun celebration in Fox River Park. And that's also in Waukesha, Wisconsin on August 5th from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m., and we're going to have a couple of local dance teams joining us. We'll have a Waukesha Extreme Dance Team, which my daughter Nia dances on, so come out. They'll be performing for us. And we also have Liberty Dance Center that will be joining us as well. So come on out, 
Radio Summer, first annual WQYL-DB Fun Celebration and Food Drive, August 5th, 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. So let's get back into our our interview with Mrs. Tanya Thompson, real estate uh, professional. Give us an idea of who your customers are. Uh, my customers are residential clients throughout southeastern Wisconsin, those people looking to buy and sell residential homes, condos, vacant land. Okay. And um, I apologize, you guys, but I want you guys to have a, a, the opportunity to call in and ask uh, Tanya questions. So the call-in number, bear with me a second, let me pull it up here, is 720-820-1618. That call-in number, again, is 720-820-1618. So you can call in, and I'm sure Tanya will be more than happy to answer any of your questions. And um, back to to that question, how important is knowing who your customers are? It's very important because, especially in this industry, there's such a dynamic of customers out there. You have to really decide who you're going to focus on. You can't do everything and do it all well. So pick your niche. And uh, really, I focus primarily on people I know, past clients and customers. Over 85% of my business comes from that niche. Okay. Okay. So that kind of segues into my next question. Um, and I think you kind of answered it in that that answer. How do you market yourself? Um, a few different things. We are very good at staying in touch with our past clients and what we call our sphere of influence, the people that we know, mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. Whether you're working with us in a transaction or not, it doesn't matter. We're going to stay in touch with you, and we're going to tri- try to provide you items of value, gotcha. whether it's valuable information, um, home show tickets, uh, tickets to a sporting event, whatever we can do to pr- give you value. Gotcha. And then the other thing to marketing my business and myself is staying active within the community and also within my industry gotcha. and being on leadership boards. Okay. Um, and we do get uh, birthday cards every year from Tanya, and that, that helps. It kind of, you know, keeps you top of mind and kind of reminds you of, you know, the, the, the service that you provided. And so that's a really, really nice personal touch, I might, I might say myself. Thank you. Um, so... What are some of the most crucial things that you've done to grow your business? I think really building on the marketing of ourselves is is crucial okay. and the way we're doing that. Um, and the other thing I think is just the coaching, the professional coaching, which does help us develop the marketing ideas. I, I have pers- personal coaching within the industry mm-hmm. and then the business coaching. Gotcha. All right, so it looks like we have a caller. So let, let's see if I can get the, the um, technology to work with me here. Um, we have a caller from Illinois. Are you on the line? Yes. So what's your question for, for Tanya? Um, first off, I would like to say that I'm really enjoying you guys' uh, show so far. Awesome, thank you. Uh, it's really uh, inspiring in my spouse. Um, 
because she's looking for something that she can stand and, uh, you know, career path to take, you know, and real estate sounds like okay. it would be pretty easy and interesting for her. So, and um, my question is, um, the thing that the problem that I always seem to have is um, really getting over the hump. And um, by that I mean, um, I do a lot of things that could be viewed as successful, mm-hmm. but I always fail to capitalize mm-hmm. on uh, on the opportunities, you know, and really make the most out of the successful. You know, chess that I have and um, the blessings that I receive, and you know, really just to get the most out of it. And my question is, you know, how did you get over that hump? How did you get the most out of those situations that were successful for you? Okay. I think, yeah, if you look at, excuse me, um, <laughs> What what things I did well in my previous career that would help me in my new career and really tried to focus on, you know what, I have a positive attitude no matter what happens <laughs> that's trying to beat me down. I'm going to stay positive about it and I'm going to find a solution. It might not be tonight, but I'm going to find a solution for it. Um, I, the support of people within the industry is really important. I think if you can find other like-minded individuals to help you when when you're not quite sure what to do, how to grab that opportunity, and and work with those people to support you. Okay, and it's just you know, like I said, you know, like for instance, I had an opportunity where I was on the television show, uh, comes on cable, front of three hundred thirty-three thousand people, and. I don't feel like I really was able to capitalize on that situation um, as I, you know, as well as I could have, you know. Uh, and sometimes, like you said, I was surrounded by certain people, you know, like-minded people. Um, I feel that's great advice because that could actually be the situation. It's just sometimes it seems hard to find like-minded people. Right, and but, just... Um, I, get- to be able to get out there and be involved, you just never know who you're meeting at each interaction. And the more people you can expose yourself to, the more opportunities you're going to have to capitalize. And, and, okay, and if, awesome. so basically, so basically, I have to surround myself around more people that give my chance, myself more chances to uh, meet those like-minded people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I would add to that. Um, networking uh, is is what we're talking about. Networking, building your brand, um, understanding that you you have a brand, and understanding that um, that through networking, um, you're you're continually uh, building that brand and, and getting your um, your project out there or whatever the opportunity is. And like you said, um, the more you do that, the more you'll surround yourself with with like minded people. Okay. So, what kind of advice would you give to my wife? Who is uh, thinking about getting into real estate? What, what should she start? She should start by interviewing real estate companies in her area and finding those that offer the the one that offers the best training program. Because once she goes and takes the classes, takes the test, and has her license, there's a whole lot more to it than that. So she wants to make sure she gets into a good real estate company with a, a really fantastic training program. 
So she should interview them, not them interview her. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You guys have been really great, and I really appreciate the advice. Um, and I will continue to listen to the um, the show. You guys are awesome. And uh, thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much, caller. So the, the one thing that I love about this show is that right being able to to give advice to to entrepreneurs or potential entrepreneurs um because that's i think that's something that that uh, a lot of times we just don't get so we're all so busy we're living our lives we're going about our days and we forget uh, again the the people aspect of it just you know reaching back and helping people uh, achieve their goals and their missions because at the end of the day when you help people get what they want then people are going to help you get what you want so very good thanks again caller um so what plans, if any, do you have for expansion? Um, yes, I actually do have some. Right now I have a team of four. Um, myself as a team leader, a marketing specialist, and she's she's our administrative manager as well, mm-hmm. a buyer specialist, and a client care coordinator. Okay. And our next expansion, and you can count my husband as the CFO then too. <laughs> <laughs> my next expansion, though, would be to bring in a uh, another admin person who's more of a tech person to help us with some of the projects in that area okay um things i like to do but i i don't have time to and i really shouldn't be doing gotcha and then um another buyer specialist and a listing specialist so that's down the road over the next few years gotcha we were um we were talking offline about uh, my need for interns so if you are in broadcast communications business and you want experience working with a radio station please give me a a call and or email i am in need of interns bright young people who need experience who want to 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 get some get their feet wet in in radio Um, i'll give you my email uh, a little bit later but i'm right now i'm looking for interns to to help out do the things that um that quite frankly interns are going to do a hundred times better than i can do i can do them i can stumble my way around but uh interns especially with uh you know technology and social media uh, I admittedly am um, getting older, and so I'm not as astute <laughs> as I would like to be with those things. And so um, I realize that. And so if you're in, if you're in, uh, in in college and you're looking for experience, please reach out to WQILDB Radio. We are looking for help. Um, so, what other outsiders have been uh, the most important to your success in, in your business? Um, I think my broker owner definitely as a mentor has he has been very influential in my success and supporting me um, in addition to that awesome accountant we have <laughs> having a great bookkeeper mm-hmm. and and then a good attorney as well to help gotcha and if you listen to the first show we talked about litigation is how we pronounced it talk to us about litigation lawyers contracts and that side of of your business how important is that it's very important we're fortunate in the realtor association that we do have um legal hotline is what we call it where we can call to get advice on because no transactions ever the same gotcha so but if we need we can't always get an immediate response so Mm -hmm. it's it's nice to have a partnership with a couple of very strong attorneys Mm -hmm. 
on the real estate side where I can go to very quickly and get advice. But then also attorneys on the business side, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as how do I set up my LLC properly? How do I do this? How do I do that? That can help on that side as well. Gotcha. So what you're hearing, if you're, if you're listening, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you're hearing a very experienced business owner saying you have to understand the diff- one that, that you need attorneys to the under the difference in the specialties right there's a there there lawyers are like um you know engineers they they specialize in different areas so it's important that you understand that each specialty has a lawyer that you need to build a relationship with and maintain that relationship with um we talked already um a little bit about your your marketing uh, tactic and technique, um, and I mentioned that we get the the birthday card uh, every year. Are there any other ways that you're marketing and promoting your business? Um, I know that you're on social media, um, so that might be one of us. Yeah. Talk to us a little, a little bit about that and how important that is. Yes, we are on social media. In fact, we do very very little print advertising. Okay, um, most of it is through the internet because in our world, that's where our all of our customers are. Gotcha. All the buyers are out there on the internet, mm-hmm. on Zillow and Realtor.com, mm-hmm. <laughs> searching for their homes. Yep. So we that's where we really have to focus our marketing. Um, Facebook is a big is a big one. Okay. And then we have many, many different um, real estate-related websites where we will post our listings to those. Okay. All right. So what about... How much has changed? How how have you seen business in general change from when you started to now? It's I can't believe in fourteen years it really has changed a lot. Okay. Um, and the internet, in fact, is one of them. When I when I first started, we had the listings out there in MLS, but the consumer couldn't necessarily get to those, gotcha. so they really had to come to us, and we had to help them filter through all of that data. Okay. We'd maybe show. You know, 10, 20 houses, we'd show a lot of homes to someone. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Internet, all that data is there for them. Gotcha. It, it might not be updated as timely as, as they'd like it to be, mm-hmm. but they have that. So they And with the um, photos and the videos that are allowed out there on the Internet mm-hmm. now, they're really doing a lot of their home shopping from, from their couch. Gotcha. <laughs> so they're narrowing down those 10 or 20. I would have walked them through. They're narrowing them down on their own and gotcha. then coming to me and saying, here's the three that I like. Mm-hmm. So it's really been, I think, a time saver for everyone. Gotcha. Um, because, I mean, that's what we did. We, we got online and we looked and the search criteria and we filtered through what we wanted in home and to be quite honest i can't even imagine so if if i have listeners who are if you were born in say 1990 or or before i can't even imagine what that would be like to just to come into the the realtor's office and say hey you know we're looking for a house can you help us out it's just it's hard for me to even to connect those dots. So I think that's really cool to to see how technology has impacted you know the real estate business because like I said, you know me and my wife we we sat down at on our on our couch and we went through um, probably hundreds of of houses and we narrowed it down to the top ten and then you know we reached out and we said okay here are the here are the top ten 
and you know we went out and, and we looked at them so um, it's very cool to, to, to see technology uh, how it's affected uh, it is and the other big improvement in the technology side is using e-commerce where now we can electronically sign documents we can uh-huh. send documents through email and uh-huh. you can sign them on your phone mm-hmm. um, so you don't have to be right here with me gotcha. to write a contract gotcha now does that apply to when you close as well because I know when we closed we were like in person and it was like a ton of documents that we signed and sadly the mortgage industry is behind oh, <laughs> so the buyer has to sit through their <laughs> through their long closing um, seller side you can pre-sign so okay. it's not as bad but because okay. I, I got a document um, last week sometime and it was a an e-sign document and I thought it was the coolest thing I, I I'm you know I opened it up on my phone and I'm like hmm, I could just sign it with my finger and it's you know it's legally binding and everything so right um, so it's really cool to see you know again, again how technology has impacted impacted the business Um. So we're coming up on uh, the end of our time. So what we'll do, Tanya, is we'll take a, um, a short break, and then we'll come back. And again, callers, if you want to call in and ask questions, the phone number is 720-820-1618. Again, that number is 720-820-1618 if you would like to ask questions about the real estate industry and or uh, corporate America because Tanya has experience in that as well. So I'm sure she's more than willing to ask questions about that. So we'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road. Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello. I know it's been a minute since I've been on here and everything, but you know, here I am. So... Today, what we're going to talk about is relationships and the understanding that you are the equivalent of the five people you hang around the most. So what type of relationships are you cultivating? Who are your friends? Who are you spending your time with? If you want to be a great father, you should hang around five great dads. If you want to be a great businessman, you should hang around five great businessmen. If you want to be a great barber, like I'm aspiring to do, I hang around five great barbers or three. Say hello, TJ. Hi. So what I'm getting at is, is no matter what it is you're doing, it's the relationships that you cultivate in life that are ultimately going to help you achieve what you're trying to achieve. And if you can't get around those people that are ultimately successful like you want to be, because, you know, you have to protect your circle. You can't just let anyone in. So when you earn the respect and the right to enter a new circle in life, that's a huge achievement. But until then, what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Because those three things you can control. What you put in between your ears, what you allow into your vision, what you speak into existence, you can control those things. Those are the things that you should do so that you can become attractive 
to those circles that you're trying to gain access to. Cultivate the right relationships, people. Take the time to develop the person that you are. The books, the television shows, the music, the audio tapes. Gain some discipline about yourself so that you can become the best version of yourself. That's been my time. Thank you very much. I make no apologies. I've been living life and enjoying it to the fullest. There's a lot going on in the, at the barbershop as well as with my speaking career. I am growing roots. I have joined an amazing group called Toastmasters, and it's here to the top, you know? So, again, I wish to see you up there. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. I am inspired to inspire. Thank you for your time. I am Timothy Reddick. Peace. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your choice for business talk, inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello and welcome back to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and we have with us Tanya Thompson, uh, real estate. Uh, I, I call her mogul. Maybe she's humble and she doesn't want to be called that. But I think if you do anything uh, for the the length of time that she's been doing it at the, the level of excellence, you're, you're a mogul in my book what, for whatever that's worth. Um, again, uh, join us for the Radio Summer Celebration, August 5th, 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, we are going to be in Fox River Park. We're going to have a couple of local dance teams with us, and we will um, also mention that, those details um, a little bit later. So we hope to see you there. We're going to have fun. We're going to have music, and we're going to have food. Everyone likes food, so we'll have food. So come out and celebrate with us. All right, so Tanya... Tell us a little bit about what you look for in a team member. Uh, in a team member, I am looking for someone who is not afraid to work because this business, you work a lot of weird hours, so you can't be afraid to work nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. Someone who's committed to the, what we're doing to the team. They have a positive attitude. They're willing to learn and then to share and help everyone else on the team. Gotcha. Now, I guess for my own education, would your team members be local to the Wisconsin area or are there opportunities outside of Wisconsin? I I work just southeastern Wisconsin. But if someone's relocating into this area, mm -hmm. we're happy to help, you know, someone who's willing to learn mm -hmm. and is trainable. We can help them learn the area, learn real estate varies from state to state. Gotcha. So help them learn Wisconsin real estate. Okay. All right, so what are three pieces of advice that you would offer entrepreneurs starting out today? Definitely from day one, set goals and set those stretch goals that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Make sure whatever you think your goal is, double it. Gotcha. Um, continue to educate yourself. You need to, whether it's motivational, definitely education within your industry. Mm -hmm. 
social media marketing, that's all going to be a part of our businesses. So gotcha. constantly educate yourself on new things that are emerging. Okay. And then I think just staying positive. Um, people want to work with positive people. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take you a long way. Gotcha. I can say for, for myself, I don't like negativity. I love positive positive people. I've always said, tell me how you can get over the challenge. Think of ways you can to you can get past the obstacle. Don't tell me that you have a, a an issue or a problem. Um, you know, don't come to me with a problem. Come to me with a solution or or at least an idea for a solution. We all can you know identify problems, issues, and challenges. But I what I look for um, in an intern. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug <laughs> is much the same as what Tanya was, you know, was was talking about. A person who's uh, willing to learn, a person who is uh, malleable, who is is willing to be taught, a person who is is humble enough to know that they don't know everything, um, and a person who um, presents solutions. I want to know that you're thinking. Okay, I know it's a challenge. I know it's an issue. What ways can I get get over this? What ways can I make this better? Um, and it's not always about having the uh, final solution right away. You may have to take baby steps in order to get there. So I, I, I like to see, okay, I know we won't solve it all today, but here's how we can make progress in, in solving this issue. So uh, very good. I guess if, if, if I had to offer three pieces of advice to entrepreneurs is just start. You, you may, and, and Tim uh, Reddick, and uh, Terry McGrath said the same thing. It's it's a common reoccurring thing. Just start. You may not be able to get everything right away, but just start. Start where you are. Start with what you have. You may if you're you're starting a um, I don't know a, a cell phone company. Maybe you don't have everything you need, but uh, you can use Google Voice or 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 whatever it is. Be creative and just start. Keep your feet moving and hold on to your dream and, and keep going. Don't stop. So that that would be my my main, my biggest advice. Um, and again, stay positive. You know, understand that your passion is not going to be easy. I don't know how much we can emphasize that it's not easy. It, it's really cool to be successful, and you see people as they're you know succeeding, and it's 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 nice when they're winning awards and they're they're getting all these accolades. But what's behind that or underneath that is a ton of hard work. There were uh, tons of times where they probably felt like giving up, but they kept going. There were times where they felt like they failed but they kept going. So it, it's very, very, very hard work, especially if you're in that transition period where you're still, you know, doing the day job thing. It may be Starbucks, Walmart, whatever it is, just to, you know, to make ends meet so that you can survive. You have to keep going and it's not going to be easy. So you shouldn't expect it to be. If it's easy, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wrapping things up, do you have an exit strategy for the next phase, or are you just planning to do this until you you just can't do it anymore? No, I do. Well, that that is one nice thing about being a real estate agent. It's not very physically demanding. So as long as your mind is sharp, you can do this for a long time. But I actually do. My goal, I'm, I'm building a saleable business is what I'm doing. So um, we tossed around some different ideas on where do we want to move when we retire. Mm-hmm. So 
building my business to where here in the real estate world, you can sell your business one of two ways. It's really your book of business, your clients is what you're selling, and then all your systems that you've built around Mm -hmm. it, everything and documented. Mm -hmm. So you can just sell it in a lump sum, or you can sell it more as an annuity, where you're earning a percentage of the business for the next however many years you negotiate, and each year gets a little less and less. But my goal would be to while I'm winding things down here, mm-hmm. wherever it is we would like to retire, mm-hmm. purchase a little condo or whatever there, mm-hmm. get my license in that state, gotcha. start working with an agent there, mm-hmm. then eventually break off and build up my own little business there. So, okay. and still earning money from what I've built here. Okay. So you you talked about um, retiring. So what are you, what are you thinking? Are you thinking somewhere? Uh, Tropical or warm. somewhere warm. <laughs> warm. Yeah, because, you know, we, if we have listeners that are outside of Wisconsin, we're in Wisconsin, and it's July, it's June now. So it, it's pretty pretty warm. But let's see, we have June, July, August, maybe That's September, yeah, some years. But then after that, it gets cold, and it stays cold. And, and when I say cold, I don't mean just, you know, 32 degrees cold. I mean below zero cold where you don't want to go outside unless you're, like, layered up and you really have to be out there. That's just me. So I'm thinking, you know, somewhere warm. Are are we thinking in Florida or? Well, we're going to have to travel. That'll be part of the the plan, too, is to travel and just experience some different areas and see what we like. Okay. And then aim that way. I grew up with a father who was an entrepreneur, and he built and sold many businesses and that's what he always had told me was your goal is to build it and sell it and build Build another one and sell it that's what we're gonna do taking taking dad's advice um i wish we had more time to talk about that piece um your dad being an entrepreneur and how that kind of carried over into into your life um because that's one of the things that hopefully you know my kids will pick up on is the entrepreneurial um you know spirit and wanting to start their own thing and and kind of uh, because there's freedom in that right Mm -hmm. yeah there is i mean you still work i probably work more hours than i did when i was in corporate america but it's structured in a way that's better for me so yeah it's a lot of hard work but it but it is some amount of freedom where yeah i don't have to go to someone and put in my request for vacation days i just tell my team these are my vacation days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's some freedom. Nice, nice. So we're coming up on three minutes um, remaining with our, in our time. Um, are there any parting words that you would like to, to share with the, with the listeners or uh, any special promotions or anything you have going on, anything left you want to say? Um, you're going to be coming to the radio summer. I am. That's right in the neck of my neck of the woods. So I will awesome. definitely be there. Awesome. We'll be glad to have you. Yeah, I would say just definitely anything you're you're thinking or dreaming that you would like to do, just do it. Just jump in. If you can save a little money ahead of time, that's good. But if you're like me and you have a, a, someone to support you, go ahead and just jump in and do it. And if there any is there anyone out there who is interested in talking about a career in real estate, real estate because it is a little non traditional. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy to talk to anyone because it's, it's the same no matter where you are in the country. Gotcha. So, caller, if you're still listening, I think that was an open invitation to get more information offline. Maybe. Absolutely. Awesome. So, 
thank you again for being on the show. I had a good time, and hopefully, um, you, you know, the listeners uh, learned something from someone who has been in business for I think you mentioned 14 years um, and also has some uh, some corporate America experience so uh, hopefully you got something for, uh, from it and it was uh, inspirational and motivational and transformational as our uh, in, in, uh, insert says uh, so wanted to give you this parting information about the food drive again um, that's June 6th June 17th to August 5th our goal is to raise a thousand dollars and a thousand pounds of food and this is going to culminate in a celebration at Fox River Park, August 5th, 5.30 to 8.30. We hope to see you there. This has been LZ Flinard, Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Talk to you next time. fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.